Time now for University Showcase, spotlighting the athletic programs at Trebekah University, Tennessee Tech University, and throughout the Ohio Valley Conference. University Showcase is presented by Legends Bank, Tennessee Tech, Trebekah, Delta Dental, Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers, Jackson Boone Racing, Sam Sports Grill, and Sam's Place. And now, here's your host for University Showcase, Hall of Famer, Greg Poe. Good Saturday morning to you. How are you doing? And greetings from Charleston, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually about 40 degrees here. We're, I was in Macomb, Illinois last Saturday, and it was minus four when I woke up. So anyway, hope you're doing a good, having a good weekend. Greg Pogue here, Will Brown, back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. First, let me tell you why I'm up here. I guess you've probably figured it out. Tennessee State basketball this afternoon, 1245 the pregame, 1 o'clock to tip off the women, and then uh, the men at 315 and 330 right here on National Sports Radio. Albert Dawson and myself will have that uh, a little bit later on in the day. University Showcase, we spotlight uh, Trevecca. Uh, coming up, really a, a unique situation, a stunt uh, coach for stunt team, and it is a competition, uh, and that's going to be happening next weekend. We're going to get into that with Kelly Quigley, Tennessee Tech Sports Information Director. Mike Lehman will join us, and we're joined in, um, uh, well, right now, as a matter of fact, Nick Guerrero. He is the Assistant Athletics Director at TSU uh, for uh, Communications and Creative Content. He's also the go-to guy over there for hockey. Nick, good morning. How you doing, man? Oh, nothing better than hearing your voice the first thing on a Saturday, Pogie. You know, you're about the only person <laughs> in the world who would ever say that. <laughs> How's How you doing, old, man? Uh, Char- How's Charleston, Illinois on this it's, Saturday? It's it's not icy and snowy, so I'm in. You know, forty here's balmy, right? So, you know, we're we're, we're good. We'll be out. We'll be over there this afternoon. Got the the uh, Tigers got a big win last Saturday at Western Illinois. Western Illinois was five and zero. And really, one of those swing games that can you know send a a season in any direction. Good win last Saturday for the Tigers, and now above five hundred again in conference play, right in the middle of the hunt. That was a good. That was a good win for the men. Women did a good job, and uh, you did a good job going solo last week. So appreciate uh, what you did, and Albert's with you tonight, right? Yeah, do have, yeah. Albert's up here. Uh, the uh, yeah, uh, six hours of just me is too much. I'll just tell you that it's too much for me. <laughs> much less anybody else. Uh, let's go around the horn. Tyler yep. Roll, associate head coach, offensive coordinator. He comes from arguably the premier FCS program in North Dakota State. Uh, and Eddie uh, made that hire. I know we had Eddie on the Greg Pope John Burton Show on Thursday. Just talk about this hire. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about someone who's coming in with just explosiveness. I had a chance to get to know Tyler uh, throughout the week since we've made the hire, and, you know, what what a tremendous guy he's going to be, a mentor for our players. And, um, <laughs> you know, first, you know, top five in offense in, in FCS last couple of years. His first year when he took over as offensive coordinator, 16-0, and 0, the Bison went, and there was a quarterback that a lot of people, uh, a lot of people in the NFL know by a guy named Trey Lance. Maybe would would be that guy. Uh, so so Tyler's had some tremendous guys 
Um, and Carson Wentz's brother, uh, Connor, as a, as, a, as a tight end there. Uh, just someone who really is going to up the level of what we're doing with PSU football. And, you know, I know it's with Coach George giving him the associate uh, head coaching role, along with uh, Joe Bowden on the defensive side. This sets up our program for years to come, and I think it's also going to change the style and the type of recruits that you're going to see out of the Tennessee State football. Yeah, I mean, the winning pedigree, I mean, national championships and just all over the place. Nick Guerrero with us, uh, the assistant AD for communications and creative content at Tennessee State. Nick, where are we with hockey? Uh, I know every uh, – as soon as we hang up, you're going to go back to bed and forget about it for another hour or two. We're – I mean, TSU became and is becoming the first HBCU to field a hockey program. It's going to be a club sport, then a team sport. Where are we? Yeah, so we're – actually, we're we're moving really – from probably the last time we spoke about on the air – we're, we're about to post our uh, head coaching position uh, with the hopes of having uh, this individual in place in Nashville in, in, in early to mid-March. Um, probably going to announce where we're going to play conference-wise and facilities within the next couple weeks. Um, merchandise and uniforms uh, throughout the month of February. So, Greg, the month of February is going to be important for us, obviously, as you know, this is history in the making for us. If we're going into Black History Month, we want to use this month to really amp up and re- amp up and move our product so that our fan base, not only just on in the national side, but on the world in the world, and you can see exactly what we're doing and, and spotlighting our program. I'm headed up to uh, Toronto on Monday to speak at the Carnegie Initiative. Uh, which is started by Herb Carnegie, and it's used as a uh, a diversity conference to, you know, have, you know, di- different walks of life speaking about their product and their program. Um, and I'm going to be speaking about what we're doing at Tennessee State and what the impact is on youth sports for you know us, kind of being the last route for the for the grassroots of you know the sport of hockey for players of color. Um, and then, you know, from there, we'll be up there. I'll be up there for the All-Star Game and trying to spread the word and, you know, really let everybody in the NHL know that, hey, this is no joke. This isn't, you know, don't don't sleep on us. You know, we're, we're, we're going to be ready and we're going to drop a puck in September. Yeah, that's even to say sort of sounds weird, doesn't it? Just a little bit. <laughs> Tennessee State hockey, right? Um, yeah. Xavier Abel, the program's first signee, transfer student, was at Drury University. And the thing that stands out about this, if if you are, if you, as you mentioned, a, a, a person who wants to go to an HBCU, it doesn't matter if you're a person of color or not, you're going to an HBCU. However, I've just heard story after story after story, oh, I wanted to continue playing hockey uh, after high school, and I had no place to go. Yeah, those were the words that Dr. Glover said, uh, Dr. Glenda Glover, our president, uh, about uh, 20, uh, 2021, uh, with, I think she was with Sean Henry, uh, president and CEO uh, of the Preds, and that's kind of where the whole thing got started. But, yeah, no, Xavier Abel is going to come in. He's a, he's a, in my mind, he's a leader. He's somebody who, on and off the ice, is is gonna is gonna represent the university well. His family 
uh, has a history of HBCUs. His mom, Erica, went to Hampton. His uh, two cousins went to Tennessee State. His cousin is currently enrolled as a, as a grad student at Tennessee State. So this is someone who, from day one in their life, always wanted to be in that HBCU world, just didn't have the opportunity because the sport he played wasn't offered. And he ended up going to Drury, which, is, uh, which was also a brand-new team, uh, out of Springfield, Missouri, a couple of years ago, and, and Greg he scored the first goal for Drury against I think I played St. Louis in in, in, uh, in the, that inaugural season, and I think he realized when we made uh, the announcement that it was time for him to go and and follow his pursuit of dreams and and, and come to a place like Tennessee State. You know, I'm not gonna lie; he's definitely had a little bit of uh, culture shock. Um, you know, and I think it's something for someone because the other thing too, Greg, he grew up in Chicago, but been living in Toronto uh, with his family the last couple of years. And you know, when you're in a small town in in, in Springfield, Missouri, and then you come to the bright lights of Nashville, you know, it's like it's like you're going from a, a small market to a big market in, in, in sports. But I think he's going to do great for us. And, and there's other guys that are coming down the pipe. You know, I've. I don't go to sleep anymore, Greg. I just watch. I watch film on kids. It's you know who who would have thought you know three months ago, you know you, you and Albert sitting sitting on the couch doing basketball games, and now we're now we're turning the uh, radio studio here into the Nick Guerrero hockey studio. Well, it is Nick Guerrero with us, uh, the assistant AD at Tennessee State, running uh, the hockey. Uh, evolution if you will at uh, certainly the genesis let's put it that way the genesis of hockey at, at tennessee state university you know Zave, you, you we've talked you know off the record about xavier mm-hmm. it just he's got to understand that he's the first right and there's right wrong or indifferent there's a lot of responsibility with going hey I'm you're the very first signee you're the very first player and and it seems like he's pretty cool with that yeah I mean I think it's definitely a lot to take and I I I don't think he really truthfully understood what that meant until he was at the Gentry Center when uh TSU Uh, gave a butt whooping to Tennessee Tech a couple weeks ago, and just the crowd, the students that were at the game, he sat, you know, he was sitting courtside with Dr. Allen and Howard Gentry. You guys talked about it on the broadcast at the end, and then that's kind of where the story really took off, and, you know, Xavier's done a lot of media, and he's done a great job with it, but, you know, I think he, I think this is something he always wanted. I don't think he ever envisioned it being as in your face, right? And I think it'll come with it because I think you look at what, you know, leaders and, and, and players, you know, you think about what Wayne did and Mark Messier in Edmonton, and then they go to, you know, Vancouver and New York City and what the difference in not only media is but spotlight. And that's stuff I've had to preach to him is that, you know, you have to be ready to, to go from that small town to being brought to the bright lights of Broadway and what comes with it. He'll do fine. You know, he'll he'll he's – He's got some work to do, but, you know, he, uh, he he's, he's committed. He came a semester early because he wanted to acclimate himself to the university. He could have finished his season at his prior, his prior school uh, and then came over in the summer, but this was something really, really important to him that he'd forego playing the rest of the year for his other team to get ready to play for TSU. TSU Athletics Director, Assistant AD, uh, Nick Guerrero. Nick, what – 
is the message you take to Toronto to the All-Star game? I know you're believing uh, Monday go up there, the All-Star games in Toronto uh, a, a week from today, I believe. What what because you know I know the banner is out there. Everybody knows you're there. But what do you want to tell the NHL world and the hockey world? Because essentially they're going to be coming from all over the world to be there. Yeah, I, mean, I think the biggest thing is that you know there's just no publicity stunt. You know anyone who thinks that you know HBCU having a hockey team is is something just for the glitz and glam and all. And we all know that. Being at an HBCU, the glitz and glam is more sometimes important than, you know, the, the bacon and eggs, right? You know, everybody wants to look good, everybody wants to, but they don't have the basics sometimes, right? And that's where I'm going to – and that's the biggest thing that, look, we are building. We have gotten through phase one of our building. We're going through phase two, you know, bringing with, – with our hiring staff and finishing our operations. And then we're going to move over to phase three, which is going to be really putting fundraising money into it. And then phase four, when we finalize our schedule and, you know, the recruiting's always been part of all four and all five of our phases. So the biggest thing is that, you know, we are moving at the speed of light. You know, uh, I, you know me, Greg, I'm moving at a New York minute right now. So, you know, just going up there and seeing some of these clubs and teams and, you know, think about what Vegas and Seattle have done over the last couple of years, you know, nobody thought that that Vegas would go into the expansion draft and take a bunch of veteran players that have proven and get where they got. You know, Seattle took them a little bit longer. You know, for Tennessee State, we're kind of in that boat. We're going to start as a club for a couple of years, and then we're going to move to the varsity. And the hard conversations that we're going to have with everybody is, if you come play for Tennessee State in the first couple of years, when the varsity team comes, it may look a little bit different. And that's just because of, you know, the recruiting and, and the different resources and stuff that, you know, we need at our university, and I'm pretty confident that, you know, we'll get it as we keep moving and, and progressing with our program. But, you know, just preaching that, hey, this is happening. And, and honestly, Greg, like I, you, you and I have talked about it. Like, just get on the train, buy your ticket, and just sit there and watch the scenery. Yeah, let's go play hockey, right? Yeah. yeah. See you at the rink is what Terry Crisp would always say. Nick Guerrero, assistant AD at Tennessee State Hockey on the Horizon, uh, TSUTigers.com if you want to go to the website. Nick, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing your bidding this afternoon. We've got about, what, two games, and, and both teams are quite frankly, I mean, the women uh, last Saturday lost a heartbreaker in overtime. Ty Evans doing that, and then obviously what Penny is doing with his program with that big win last Saturday really helped the rest of the league out because Western Illinois had jumped out there 5-0, and their first loss. So we'll see. Should they're in, I think they're in a really good space right now. Hey, let me pick your play, your players to watch while we're talking about it, Greg. Keenan Hodges <laughs> makes his return back to, e, to EIU. Yes. Yep. And, and in my mind, Kenyon Hodges uh, is the leading candidate for the league's defensive player of the year. He's just – he, you know, sneakily, he's probably their best all-around player. You know what? I know there's a Jalen Jones and Christian Brown. There's a lot of people who maybe have more overall talent, but just everything he does – uh, like a Swiss Army knife, really. So, yeah. glad you brought that up. Yep. Hey, thanks, Nick. Go back to bed. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Later. Nick Guerrero uh, with you. All right. We'll take a break. It will be coming up. This is University Showcase. That was the Ohio Valley Conference segment with uh, TSU. We've got Tennessee Tech uh, Sports Information Director Mike Lehman coming up. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans, searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Don't miss out on the OVC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank as it returns to the Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 6th through the 9th. All session tickets are on sale now for just $60 through each OVC school's ticket office and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person as the first entries into March Madness are cramped. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. 
eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental, they put the C in Tennessee. University Showcase, Greg Pogue, uh, Charleston, Illinois is where I am. Will Brown back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios here at Nashville Sports Radio. Will, I, I just got right into the show. I didn't even say hello to you a minute ago, so my apologies. Good morning. You know what? It's expected. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just joking. How you doing this morning? Good, good, good. Actually, it's 40 degrees in Charleston, Illinois. I'm happy as, a, as as I can be, quite frankly. You never know when you come up you know, this neck of the woods. Uh, are we ready to roll with uh, Mike Lehman? Oh, yeah. All right. Tennessee Tech uh, Sports Information Director Mike Lehman. And we were uh, messaging back and forth last night that we're like OVC ships passing in the night. Mike, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Greg? I'm good. I'm in Charleston, Illinois. Where were you, where were you two nights ago? I was in Charleston, Illinois. <laughs> as, as you can believe. <laughs> That's just how the OVC works, isn't it? Yeah, and you're in, what, Edwardsville, Illinois right now? S-I-U-E today? That, that, is, that is correct. Well, get me caught up. Let's talk. Let's just talk with, with the men. Uh, John Pelfrey, we saw that last year where the the dynamics of how you procure your players have changed in, in college athletics uh, with the yeah, transfer absolutely. portal. With the, and, and by this, you know, this time last year, and I sort of feel like this is where uh, John Pelfrey has his team this year. They're, they're, they're searching for things. And we saw how it came together. They were a, a toenail away from going to the OV, to going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you know that one. Uh, you, you never can quite, you know, get that that little bit of pain out of your mind every time you think about going back to Evansville. But um, you know, that's that's kind of how that's kind of how college basketball is trending. You know, um, especially I think with COVID, I think we're still seeing the last little bit and effects of that, where you've got a lot of these student athletes who have that extra year of eligibility. So that kind of has made the transfer portal so different, I think, than what it'll probably look like here in another couple of years because you have just so many veterans that are out there. And, you know, Coach Pelfrey's used that the last couple of years to help build his team. And, you know, last year, as, as, you, as you alluded to, worked out pretty well for the Golden Eagles, as you said, a toenail away from, from dancing in March. But, you know – when you do things like that, you, there's there's always a certain bit of risk, and I think that we've kind of seen that this year as uh, Coach Pelfrey's had some struggles with the injury bug, and you know I don't know if that has anything to do with the transfer portal, but you know we're we're kind of sitting here where we've got 10, 10 available players at this point in the year when we had a roster of seventeen at the beginning of the year, so it's it's kind of been a, a challenge and one that he's never really had to deal with in his career where it's just kind of all these factors have come together at once. And it's, it's really challenged, I think him and this team. And, you know, I think they've done a great job of, of sticking together and, you know, the results haven't quite been what I think he wants them to be, but he's, you know, there's a flip side to that. And that's the young guys that are on this team are getting those opportunities to play and, and get some valuable experience. Well, and we're going to talk about women's in a moment. But I've talked to Kim Roseman, your women's coach, who's 
I can't any other way to say it. She's just a really good buddy of mine, good friend, and I think the world of her. Uh, but you really only have to be good that first week of March. And, 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 yeah, you want to get to position. You want to win the regular season championship. But that three to four days there in Evansville is really what what a, a, a mid-major conference builds for, quite frankly. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, our conference has seen so many wild things in that tournament. I mean, last year, you know, you had Southeast Missouri come in, and I, I believe they were the five seed come in and win the whole thing. And I still remember – Several years ago, you know, Tennessee Tech entered as a five seed, you know, pretty pretty good that year, 19 wins on the season, and fell to number eight seed at Austin P, who went on and had the most miraculous dance you might ever see from a team um, and, and won the tournament that season. So, as you said, you just kind of have to get that invitation, get that dance, finish in the top eight. And if, if you can manage that, then anything can happen in March. Mike Lehman with us, Sports Information Director, Tennessee Tech. Uh, women, I was just looking, and uh, two-point two loss to Eastern Illinois, three-point loss to Southern Indiana, two-point loss to Little Rock, lose by six points at Kentucky. My gosh, and I'll text Kim every once in a while. I mean, she's got to feel snake bit a little bit. Yeah, and I think, I think Thursday's loss is just another one of those instances where – they played absolutely well enough to win that ball game. It was such a great game to watch, honestly. Um, just kind of back and forth, up and down the court. And, you know, that Eastern Illinois squad is, is so dangerous, especially on their home court. And it's just one of those instances where a late turnover gives them an opportunity and they just executed it right at the buzzer. And, you know, that's that's the dangers of when you've got close games. Is you just never know how they're going to end. And, you know, I think – a good winning team learns from those things and they'll take those into March. And then that's, that's kind of how I think it happened last year. You know, Golden Eagles had a couple of really close battles with little rock and fell in both of those contests, but they were able to, I think to take what they learned from those games and then eventually get that most important win over the, over the Trojans in the championship game. So it's, it's, hard to deal with those things when they happen in the moment but if, if you have the foresight to see what they're teaching you and you can apply that to the season as it goes on those are almost invaluable things that that i think is what makes a championship team mike lieben with us sports information director at tennessee tech here university showcase on nashville sports radio will brown i am in charleston illinois by the way will brown back of the strike and spare family fun center studio bobby wilder New football coach. Tell me about him. We know what he built at Old Dominion, and he, he's he's hit the ground running. I follow him on Twitter, and, and it's like we're we're best friends. I mean, you, he's already out there banging on doors and doing everything that it would take within the community, but certainly the football pedigree is there. You know, I think if you're going to describe Coach Wilder, the, it, he's almost like a Chuck Norris joke in the way that you know, Red Bull drinks Coach Wilder to get energy in the morning. Because I think that's the kind of energy that, that he brings every single day. And it, it doesn't matter what it's to. Um, you know, we have our monthly coaches meetings where everyone on the staff and all the head coaches get together and just kind of catch up on what's going on in the athletic department. And I tell you, like, the energy in those meetings has only gone up since, since he's arrived. And 
Um, as you can say, you can see it all over his social media, Tennessee Tech football social media. Um, they're just – it's intense. And the workouts they've got the guys going through right now in their strength and conditioning program are just as intense. But it's all competition. Um, he's all about doing everything you can, be the best you can be all the time. And, you know, I, the energy here is electric. And I think it's really building to something that can be special here. Um, obviously, you never want to put too much on a guy this first season coming in. Um, you know, there's going to be some turnover on the roster. There's already been some turnover on the coaching staff. But I think that there's been a lot of key things that have kept around him. You know, he came in and loved the defense that Tennessee Tech was able to turn out last year, one of the better defenses in the OVC. And I think he's going to use that to his advantage a little bit. And he's already got a whole little good crew, uh, good crop of that transfer portal talent coming in. And, you know, we just can't wait to see here signing day a few weeks away what else he can add and bring in for the Golden Eagles. Mike, uh, Dr. Philip Oldham, the president there, I admire. And, of course, your boss, Mark Wilson, the AD, just, you know, in our personal and professional relationship. Get me caught up on, on all of the construction. Are you, like, in a trailer out back? Because, I mean, it just <laughs> seems like there's so much, con- you know, obviously Tucker Stadium and everything else. Yeah, you know. You know, we're fortunate. Most of the administrative offices are actually housed in the Evelyn Center, so it won't displace too many of us. Um, football, you know, has kind of been moved out of the east side of the stadium for the last year or so, and they've got, like, these semi-permanent, semi-temporary offices built. And so at this point, it's just kind of wait, waiting for construction to happen and the teardown of the west side of the stadium. Um that's supposed to be coming here in the next month or so. You know how construction can get everything wants to go to plan, and then you got to delay some stuff. And part of it, too, is you just have to get all that stuff out of the stadium. People don't even think about that. And I don't even know if I thought about that when we talked about tearing down, you know, half the stadium. And it's like, well, yes, that's, all that stuff has to go somewhere. So, you know, that's it's an ongoing process and one that, you know, this is probably going to take a couple of years, but, you know, when it's done, it's it's going to be so important for our fan base. You know, they've been itching to have a, a new stadium and, you know, just something where they can really enjoy the games. And it's, it's going to really change the landscape of Tennessee Tech football and athletics. And, you know, shifting over, we, we're just finishing construction on, you know, Tennessee Tech baseball and softball fields. They just got new turf fields. And so that's been an ongoing project over the entire off season. And those are just getting close to nearing completion, which I'm sure both of our coaches are very happy about with the seasons creeping up, but yeah, it's a, it's a wild time. It's a wild time on the campus of Tennessee tech with so much going on. You know, and, and also the baseball schedule, what came out just a few days ago, correct? That is correct. And uh, 35 home you know, games. So yeah, you, you're, you're, you, um, once you get through with basketball, get ready to work every day. Yep, yep. Um, you know, fortunately, I, I'm such a big baseball fan. So, for me, it's, you know, I get to be out at the ballpark, and that's always that's always a happy instance. And I think that's why we do this in this business is, you know, all the stuff between game day is, you know, that's what you consider your job, right? But when you get to game day, that's that's the dessert. You know, that's that's the prize. That's, that's exactly why you work in athletics. If you want to watch the competition – you know, you want to feel like you're part of the team. You want to be there, you know, in, 
in my position, you can't quote unquote cheer for your team while you're, while you're actually working, but you know, internally, um, that kind of stuff is, is so important. And that's what keeps you going is, is just to watch the student athletes, you know, take everything that they've learned and, and put it into, into the competition every, every weekend, every, you know, or as you said with baseball, you know, every day, it seems like. So, um, Coach Bragg is really going to get an opportunity to break in that turf pretty quickly here in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, I know he's excited. I know our players are excited. Um, and obviously I'm, I'm terribly excited. Are you a Cubs fan? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's as, that's as nicely as you can put it. I, I'm a, I'm a diehard. Um, you know, when that, when they won that incredible world series in 2016, I was one of those crazies who drove up and went to the victory parade and, um, you know, I, I'm a diehard. <laughs> I know, and I'm a Brewers fan, so we're going to just stop talking about that. You're up in Illinois <laughs> here. Uh, this is home for you, right? You're, what, around the Chicago area? Yeah, I'm originally from the northwest suburbs of Chicago, uh, East Dundee, small little town, um, about 45 minutes from the city, and grew up there, and that was home for, you know, 20-plus years of my life until I moved down to Tennessee and took took my first job at Tennessee Tech. So, you know, I've got two different homes now, I've always said, and, you know, heart's always going to be up in Chicago, but, you know, there's there's definitely a piece of it growing down here in Tennessee as well. Well, yeah, and like uh, with uh, Delavizano, with your your staff, right? I mean, San Francisco to Syracuse to Cookville never left. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're, you know, our sports information department's been blessed. You know, I think we're, one of the few in, in the OBC who, who's kind of just been around for quite a bit of time. And, you know, even Thomas Cohern, who's, you know, he, he was originally a student worker for my former boss, Rob Schaber, um, while he was a student and then, you know, went to the Herald Citizen. And then, you know, we were fortunate to be able to bring him on to our staff in 2016. So, you know, we've got a staff who's really been together for a long time, who knows Tennessee Tech Athletics. And it's one of those things that you just – you, you, you don't even always appreciate how much that knowledge and just all that history that you can learn over that time and how valuable that is to, to have um, just off the top of your head. Rob Shaber, my buddy Rob. Um, don't want to make this about me, but I will. Uh, Rob and Brad Curtley from Austin P and I were the inductees last year into the Tennessee Sports uh, Writers Hall of Fame. So it was really good to go in with Rob. Of course, his son Matt is the SID at Moorhead. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, well, Mike, uh, enjoy Edwardsville. Good luck to the, uh, to the Golden Eagles today. Well, absolutely. I appreciate it. Good, good luck to your Tigers and, uh, Hopefully we'll be seeing each other here in Evansville in just in just a month or so. Well, um, I, I we've got our uh, game TSU's game is uh, on a Tuesday. That got uh, do you see you know that right? That that is correct. Uh, it's going to be a little different. I, you know, I don't I can't remember the last time we had a you know outside of that COVID year. I can't remember too many times we've had conference games not on a Thursday or Saturday. So it'll be yep. it'll be kind of interesting, but. You know, as you said, baseball's coming right around the corner, and that's opening weekend, so I'm not exactly upset about not having a basketball game on that first weekend when we've got baseball. So, you know, it, it, it'll it be fun. And as you know, every time Tennessee State and Tennessee Tech get together, you never know what's going to happen. Well, I'll just tell you right now, I hope the Cubs lose every game they play except when they play the Cardinals. 
You, you know, I can agree to disagree on part of that, but, you know, we'll, we'll take the Cardinals part. I'm absolutely okay with that. I thought so. Mike, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, too. All right. Mike Lehman, he's Sports Information Director uh, at Tennessee Tech. I knew he was a Cubs fan. I brought it up. Hey, coming up, Kelly Quigley. It's called Stunt, and this is a competition. This is competitiveness. We'll talk about that with uh, Kelly from Trevecca coming up right here on Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Don't miss out on the OVC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank as it returns to the Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 6th through the 9th. All session tickets are on sale now for just $60 through each OVC school's ticket office and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person as the first entries into March Madness are cramped. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans, searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Trevecca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at trevecca.edu. 
For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It is University Showcase. Greg Polk from Charleston, Illinois. Later on today on National Sports Radio, those games, uh, uh, the women at 12.45 pregame, 1 o'clock, Albert Dawson and myself at 1 o'clock, 3.15 and 3.30 on the men here today as well. Kelly Quigley, stunt coach at Trevecca, back with us again. Kelly, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right, let's let's do a refresher course. What is stunt? So stunt is a version of competitive cheerleading that was created. It's now an emerging NCAA sport. Um, It essentially takes the components of competitive cheerleading, partner stunts, baskets and pyramid, jumps and tumbling, and turns it into a head-to-head four-quarter game. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot. Where Where do your athletes come from? How do you – are they part of the cheer team? Or I, I just that, – that, that really interests me. How do you go get your student-athletes? Yeah, so we are actually completely um, separate from our cheerleading program at Trevecca. That's just because uh, stunt falls under athletics and our cheer team at Trevecca does not. Um, but a lot of my athletes, they come from various backgrounds, some in gymnastics, some in competitive cheerleading, some in high school cheerleading, um, other – Schools are notorious for getting, like, power lifters and weightlifters or rugby players. Um, Anybody that can show strength can be utilized in some of the stunting components. Um, And then we look for kind of gymnasts and people that have tumbled uh, for more of our jumps and tumbling elements. So who judges? So there's different officials that um, are trained through the governing body that come and officiate. We usually have four officials per game. And again, they can come from any background of coaching cheerleading, coaching gymnastics, coaching stunt. Um, I feel like a lot of the officials that will be coming for our home tournaments um, come from a stunt background. A lot of them were either previous college stunt athletes, um, previous college stunt coaches, or they currently coach club stunts. So they can come from any background kind of within the world of cheerleading or stunt. Kelly Quigley with us, stunt coach Trevecca. Oh, I see uh, your pick second in the great Midwest. Congratulations. There's some we expectations, right? We can't talk about that right? until Tuesday. <laughs> huh? We can't talk what? about that until Tuesday. Oh, well, tell Greg Ruff not to send it to me on Friday, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
what can we what can we talk about your event coming up there at Trevecca? Yes, we are having a kind of opening tournament this weekend coming up on Friday and Saturday, February second and third. Um, four different teams are joining us. Um, it is going to be us, Mercyhurst, Walsh, Baldwin Wallace, and Malone for a five-team kind of tournament. We're all going to be playing each other um, two games a day for us, but there'll be five games a day total. So we'll be get to we'll be able to get in three Great Midwest games and then one out-of-conference game this weekend. How does the games work? How do they work? Because you you call it a game; it's a competition, obviously. Uh, I, I mean, but you don't, you know, because if I were, uh, you know, on the other team, I'd go out there and, and try to knock them off or something, you know, try to bump <laughs> them out of the way. How does it work? Yeah, so you have your nine-panel traditional tier floor. Referee stands in the middle. That's the neutral zone. No one else can kind of go in that middle panel. And then both teams get four panels on each side. We've spent the past few months learning compulsory routines for each quarter that have, were sent to us by our governing body. And then during a game scenario, start with quarter one partner stunts. Whoever has possession calls the routine. Both of us go out there. Both of us do the routine. Whoever does it better gets the point, and then we just kind of continue through the game setting, going back and forth, selecting different routines based on the quarter. Do you um, – is it ones where you think you may be stronger in one of them than the other that you place it differently? Yeah, so we definitely have some routines that we're more confident in, especially when we're tired. Um, so we'll likely call those routines towards the end of the quarter versus routines that we know that we need to do when we're fresh to be our best. We'll probably try to call those at the beginning of the quarter based on when we have possession and based on what um, our opposing team calls. Wow. Uh, it, it just intrigues me, the entire uh, part of it. Uh, are yeah. you a um... – are you, let me think here, are you a blue hen? Yes, I did graduate from the University of Delaware in 2018 um, and competed in stunt while I was there. Really? So tell me about that experience, because you've come through this from the perspective of obviously now as a coach, but also as a competitor. Yeah, um, it was definitely a different time back when I did stunt 2014, 2015, 2016, just because there was a lot less teams and I feel like a lot less kind of camaraderie for the sport because all of the teams were so spread out across the United States. Um, I just remember when I was playing stunt, it was a lot harder to find games. We traditionally go through our season maybe only playing eight, nine, or ten before going to the national championship. Um, but now that stunt has grown and is this emerging sport and there's so many schools that are picking it up, um, this season my athletes are slated to play 21 games. Um, so it's just exciting to be able to give them more of that kind of competitive season, more opportunities for play than I had um, as a previous stunt athlete. Should I call you Dr. Quigley? <laughs> yeah, I do have my doctorate in physical therapy. Okay, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Kelly. Call me doctor, Dr. Okay. Kelly Quigley with us here this morning. <laughs> wow, uh, in, in, in physical therapy, and I, as I read, you got here via your pediatric residency over at Vanderbilt's Monroe Carroll, uh, the uh, Children's Hospital in Belmont as well. So it's sort of a unique situation how you got here. Yeah, absolutely. I came out to Nashville. I'm originally, again, from New Jersey. I came out to Nashville for my residency, took a break. I was coaching competitive cheerleading for five years while I was on the East Coast 
took a break from it to focus on my residency. And then towards the end of my residency, I was like, I miss cheerleading. Um, I miss doing this. And that's kind of what got me back into the world. And, you know, the universe and God works in the ways that it should and somehow found my way here. And I truly know now that this is where I'm meant to be. But yeah, it was definitely a strange path to get here. That's for sure. Yeah. And and with that, just the other, are you still working in that world uh, in, in the therapy world? Yes. So I do anywhere from like five to 10 hours per week just to keep up my license. I have some patients that I really connect with that I've stayed on their caseload. I do a little bit of early intervention work. So that's um, the zero to three population. And I go to their homes to do therapy. And then I also do a few hours at a local outpatient clinic. That's a few minutes from Trevecca. Well, there's just one of her, uh, Dr. Kelly Quigley with us this morning, stunt coach at Trevecca. And there'll be an event coming up next weekend as well. Tell me about just the stunt on the national level. The NCAA Committee on Women's Athletics recommended it. Just tell me about it nationally and and where it's growing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but there is a certain number of schools that need to be met as like full functioning teams. So that means a roster size of um, a certain number. You need to play a certain number of games certain number of competitions throughout the year to be eligible to be counted under that NCAA number. And then as soon as done as a whole meets that NCAA number of teams, again, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I do know we're very, very close, especially next year with the amount of teams that have already announced they're going to be added. And then once we meet that number for a season, again, I believe I'm going off of some of my notes from our previous coaches called, um, once we meet that number, then we'll be granted kind of that emerging NCAA, like NCAA will take over our national championship. And then as the separate divisions meet that number, so D1 versus D2 versus D3, um, that division itself will break out to have its own NCAA championship. But in the beginning, once we hit that number, it would be a combined um, national championship through the NCAA for D1, D2, D3. Wow, uh, it's um, it, it's it, it it just intrigues me of how it's evolved and everything, and how it's you know taking root in in, in certainly at Trevecca uh, as well. Once again, promote your uh, thing next weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So we have four games coming up next weekend at home. Um, we are playing on Friday at four thirty against Mercyhurst University, seven thirty against Walsh University, and then on Saturday the third, we are playing uh, Baldwin Wallace at. 1030 and um, alone at 3. Well, Dr. Quigley, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. I just like the doctor part. You tell Greg (laughs) Ruff you you outrank him. (laughs) You outrank him now, okay, in my mind. All right. Thank you. See ya. Have a great rest of your weekend. Yeah, you too. Uh, Kelly Quigley, the stunt coach. Just the evolution of it as a competition, it really – intrigues all right we'll take a break be back and wrap this thing up in just a few jackson boone racing the youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted pro late model series championship at nashville fairground speedway jackson boone racing a local kid and page high graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old jackson boone racing come join red street records and roy's meat service along with the boone group a market leader for your home financing needs in supporting this rising star visit jacksonboonracing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front jackson boone racing 
For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Don't miss out on the OVC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank as it returns to the Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 6th through the 9th. All session tickets are on sale now for just $60 through each OVC school's ticket office and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person as the first entries into March Madness are cramped. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. University Showcase, Greg Pope, Charleston, Illinois, coming up this afternoon on National Sports Radio. Albert Dawson and myself, the doubleheader uh, for uh, TSU basketball at Eastern Illinois. Uh, 12.45 in the pregame, 1 o'clock the tip-off for the women, and then 3.15 
ish because <laughs> it obviously follows the first game. But 3:15, 3:30 for the men's uh, uh, this afternoon. Tigers have been off since last uh, Saturday. Big win for the men at Western Illinois and a tough, heartbreaking uh, overtime loss a- as well. Um, obviously, we feature, we spotlight the OVC, Trevecca, Tennessee Tech. And, and do want to mention the Big South OVC Football Association uh, has it announced uh, the league schedule for 2024. That came out. It's the, set, it's the second year of the joint association, nine league games, and eight-game conference schedule. Uh, all that will start on September 7th, uh, mostly in weeks 5 through 13. One game apiece during weeks two and four. And in seven weeks, are going to feature four of the uh, association matchups. Uh, I'll start September 7th uh, with uh, 2023 co-champion UT Martin uh, visiting Southeast Missouri. And a little bit later on, uh, Gardner-Webb at UT Martin on October 5th. Uh, pits the league's inaugural uh, co-champions uh, together. Uh, both of them were 5-1 and one last year. The running Bulldogs won the automatic bid with the uh, head-to-head win over uh, the Skyhawks. Uh, and also Western Illinois that same day will be uh, playing um, Charleston Southern, a new member. Five of the nine members, Charleston Southern, Eastern Illinois, Gardner-Webb, Lindenwood, and Western Illinois, uh, we'll play their games in succession. OVCSports.com, Big South OVC Football, uh, dot com, particularly uh, if, if you want to go there as well. Will Brown back at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Will, anything you want to promote that's going on? I want to be uh, doing a doubleheader with Albert this afternoon up here. Um, good luck with that doubleheader today with Albert. But so nothing to promote, huh? Well, no, I do actually have something. Uh, Lipscomb? The women's basketball team will play Stetson. Uh, I think we've today. lost him. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, just mentioning that, but the Big South OVC Football Association with its league schedule 2024 uh, is out as well. Just a few other news and notes uh, while we're wrapping it up. Uh, TSU's Terrell Allen named the uh, FCS uh, National uh, Defensive Player of the Year. And uh, UT Martin uh, coach uh, Jason Simpson, who is the dean of uh, OVC coaches uh, has been selected to the um, elected rather to the board of trustees of the American Football Coaches Association um, with um, new Vanderbilt uh, coach Clark Lee uh, as a matter of fact uh, Jay Norvell uh, at uh, Colorado State and a few others as well but I do want to mention that hey that's going to wrap it up University Showcase once again this afternoon 1245 pregame one o'clock tip-off the first of two TSU at Eastern Illinois. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening.